And what's going on, everybody? Sup? Yo. What's happening? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Geeking Squad podcast. We are back. Woohoo! Kick ass. <laughs> uh, what's going on? I am one of your hosts. I am Larry Roberts. Uh, down the hall, around the way, just hanging out, being smooth. It is none other than Vito. And then the lady of the night. She is. I always she, wait to see what the fuck you're gonna she say. <laughs> she is standing there giving you looks. Is she luring you in to love you, or is she going to slit your throat? I ain't telling. <laughs> My name is Megan Guess. <laughs> yeah, we got Megan here, and we are here for episode twelve. Episode twelve. It's like in a way, it feels amazing that we're at episode twelve, and then the other way, it's sort of like God. It feels like we've been doing this so much longer. Than it really that. does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how this year has been it's like it's like in some ways i'm like oh my god i can't believe the year is already like coming to an end yeah it was the fastest and the longest year ever yeah really at the was. same time really was man i didn't <sighs> think it was possible but it is yeah so on this show if you don't already know i'm you probably do know but i'll say it anyway the geeking squad podcast is based off of the geeking squad group on facebook which is run by the three of us and we basically just post in there all fun stuff, no controversy, no fighting, no, no politics, politics, none of that bull crap. We just post articles and memes and all sorts of stuff about geeky stuff we love. TV, movies, books, comics, funny, comedic, silly shit, <laughs> polls, all sorts of things, you know. What's your favorite toy? What's your favorite movie? Blah, blah, blah. We do all that stuff in there, and then we come on this show, and every couple of weeks we talk about it. Yep. We feature some of the things that we thought was the most noteworthy. Yeah, we post stuff, and you guys post stuff. Yeah, it's heavily reliant on all you of guys. you. So you, you guys make this happen. Yeah. All, this is all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> all y'all, we need you to go to the Facebook group called Geeking Squad. Look us up. It's free to join. And uh, go in there. So if you're like, well, anything, even if you've got a podcast or mm -hmm. you've got a blog or a vlog, anything, if you've got stuff that's in that, we're not snobby about that. Post it in there, man. Share it with us because we want to know. Yep. So real quick, before we get into the thick of it, how are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Doing all right? Yep. All right. Yeah, doing better. Yeah, I'm just glad November's over with. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, November. You survived it. Yeah. It was was it month. November's doom? Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. That's funny because obviously for those that don't know, Vito and I are in a band called November's Doom. November ended up being kind of a doomy month in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> Although we did have a pizza named after we us. We did. Yeah. That lasted for like two weeks because of some <laughs> circumstances, but that's the nature of our band. <laughs> sure is. Yeah, there was a place in Chicago that made uh, pizzas named after us and everything, and I didn't eat it because I can't eat it. You would that. die. Yeah. I, I wish I had eaten it. It looked pretty damn good. Yeah. it did. From By all accounts, everybody I know that tried it said it was real good. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. But anyway, enough of my yakety yak. <laughs> Because it's time, back. yeah, don't talk back. <laughs> it's time to get into uh, all the good stuff. We like to feature it all in uh, a segment that we affectionately like to call. What's shaking, bacon? <laughs> I still love it. 
<laughs> uh, it's the silliest of all segment <laughs> intros. Yes, it is. What's shaking bacon? And shaking bacon, it's all the stuff that's been shaken in the group. All little tidbits. We're going to start it out since we were just talking about how doomy November was and everything. It really was because, man, it, it, it went out, you know, <laughs> kicking and screaming. We've had took some people down with yeah, them. Yeah, it took <laughs> some people, unfortunately, down. Uh, we've had some sad passings. One of them was none other than Darth Vader himself, mm-hmm. which is David Prowse, British actor David Prowse. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was old. <laughs> I mean, he was getting up there, you know, and it's not like it was like, oh my God, he was only 40 or something yeah. like that. But uh, still a shame. We've mm-hmm. lost so much of the original cast. Yeah, there's only a couple left, right? Yeah. A handful of them. I saw somebody posted the picture in the group yeah. with the original cast all together mm. in their plain clothes and stuff that had been taken back in like 1977, 78 or something like that. And they made a, all the ones who have deceased, they made them into force ghosts. Mm. Yeah. It was really touching and sad. Yep. But especially sad to realize how much of them are gone. Because mm-hmm. all that's left is... Luke and huh? Solo, right? Yeah. All that's left is Harrison Ford. Uh, Mark Hamill and Anthony Daniels, mm. you know, mm. C-3PO. That's mm-hmm. it. Everybody else is gan. Sad. <laughs> Forget her, man. She's gan. <laughs> That's actually from a Bon Jovi video. Don't even get me started. Forget oh boy. her, man. She's gan. <laughs> anyway, hence the accent. But uh, yeah, shame to hear about Prowse. He had been in a lot of stuff uh, besides just Star Wars. He was in A Clockwork Orange. He he mm. he. He uh, I think he was one of the Frankenstein monsters. He'd been mm. in Hammer movies and stuff, along with other alumni from Star Wars, like Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. Peter Cushing. Love the Hammer movies, man. I'm all about that stuff. On another sad note, we lost uh, a creator, a man who created a lot of the classic cartoons and stuff that I grew up with, and that was Ken Spears. Yeah. He was part of the whole, him with, uh, was it Joe Ruby or Jim Ruby? I forget his name, something like that. Another Ruby. <laughs> he was a, there's there's been a couple of different Rubies. I'm probably getting them wrong. It's like that's the one that shot <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> he didn't make Scooby Doo. So anyway, they t- yeah together they did uh, a thing a company called Ruby Spears. Mm. You would see it, and they did Scooby Doo. They did Fang Face. They did all that a lot of that Hanna Barbera stuff yeah. in the uh, 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And everything, and uh, he passed, so that's kind of depressing. Yeah, it's part of our childhood gone. Exactly. More, yeah. So you've already you've got like my cartoons, mm-hmm. and Star and Wars, <laughs> and that's uh, that's pretty rough. We're getting old. Yeah. It's a bummer. Speaking of that, I know on a personal note for Vito, he lost somebody he admired very much, who was a writer, Mister, actually Doctor Ben Bova. Oh, I didn't know he was a doctor. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, my favorite science fiction author of all time. Yeah, that really sucks, dude. Like, he's like, any book that you read that, like, you have hope that, dude, we can, like, do this stuff and travel space and find life. It's like Ben Bova, like, made you believe that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. That's but, cool. But, yeah, he was, I think, 88 when he passed. Okay. Just a couple of days ago. Yeah, so a good long life. Yeah, still, for sure. Yeah, it's still yeah. disappointing. Yeah, we might talk about him a little more later. I think so. In the yeah. episode. Yeah, so shout it out to Mr. Bova, Mr. Spears, and Mr. Prowse. We salute you guys for everything you did and gave to all of everybody all out of there. All of mankind. All of mankind and womankind. And alienkind. Yeah. And kind <laughs> and whatnot, but especially for us uh, nerds and children of the 70s and 80s. 
you know, these were important people. So hats off to you. Uh, on a different, speaking of 80s, Predator has some news that Dan Trachtenberg has been tabbed to direct a new Predator movie. Nice. Nice. I don't know. They haven't really said anything about it yet, like in terms of what it's going to be about. I don't know if it's going to be a sequel to The Predator that we went and saw last year. Have Arnold back. Or if it's going to be something. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I mean, again, we don't have to reiterate. If anybody's interested in hearing our review of The Predator movie from last year, we did a whole review on this channel. So feel free to go check it out. I fucking loved that movie. It was amazing. Dude, it, was it was incredible. Really good. <laughs> that movie gets fucking ragged on by yeah. people. Ragged on, and I don't get it. Yeah, we we go through this a lot. I know, I know. Well, especially sequel man over yeah. here who tends, <laughs> who tends to like a lot of the sequels that other people don't like. But I don't, I don't get it. So I've noticed a lot of people talking about this very warily very very shakily like there's not like people being like wow i'm so excited there's gonna be another predator people are like "Uh oh really there's another i was kind of excited yeah of course i love the last one so we love the last one yeah Yeah. that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying but yeah all the plot details are uh being kept under wraps but patrick patrick eisen is to write the screenplay and that's the only thing that anybody really Mm. knows yet is Mm him and that Dan Trachtenberg's going to direct it. So, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be cool. Um one that I don't know if you guys are all that familiar with. Uh I it, I have to admit I forget about this next movie sometimes because it's been a while since I've seen it, but man, I loved it when I saw it, which was Constantine that featured Keanu Reeves in it. Yeah, I've never seen that never one. Never saw it either. Oh, man, it is a fucking good ass movie it's really good yeah it's based off of a comic book series written by francis lawrence for dc called hellblazer okay and uh i've read hellblazer in the past and stuff i'm not as much of a dc guy as a marvel guy you know but hellblazer (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of people out there Vito. there's a lot of people i've gotten into it with some people that are like fuck dc just rules marvel fucking sucks it's kitty shit and everything yeah we just lost 20 subscribers now yeah (laughs) yeah no i i like them both I, I very much like DC and Marvel, both. I'm more of a Marvel guy, though. It's just you know kind of the way I grew up. DC is definitely, in a lot of ways, um, depending on what you read, especially stuff like Hellblazer or Preacher and stuff, their Vertigo titles are definitely more for like the mature mm. reader, and especially if you're not into like superhero stuff. Yeah. You know, these aren't really superhero books. They're just more dealing with weird, supernaturally kind of things and stuff. Uh, you know, Constantine is is basically a biblical character creature, and that's and Keanu Reeves plays this character, and it he's kind of dead undead. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot to explain. I can't mm-hmm. explain the whole movie, but if you get a chance, definitely definitely yeah, it watch interesting, it. Interesting, at least. Yeah, it's it's real fucking cool. It's dark. It's got some dark comedy in it and stuff. Um, it, it's got Keanu Reeves in it, man. man. Wasn't it like the first movie he did after the Matrix trilogy or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was right about that time. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And that was probably part of the problem, too, is that, it, you know, trying to live up to the Matrix yes. and stuff. I like Constantine more than the Matrix. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, the Matrix is more of an amazing movie yeah. in terms of what it did and its effects. Like, this movie isn't quite, like, on that level or anything. But just in terms of the story and everything... 
for me personally, I like this more than The Matrix. You know what? If The Matrix had just been left to the one movie, I might not say that. Yeah. But those fucking sequels. They kind of ruined, yeah. Kind of <laughs> ruined it. And we'll see where they're going with that because they're talking about coming out with a fourth one of those. That's so. true. Yeah, I remember we were talking about that earlier this year or the end of last year or something like that. Right? Yeah. yeah. I still yeah. got to watch them all. You've never seen any Matrix movies nope. still. Nope. Holy Man, shit. Man, that first movie, Megan, like. When that came out, that was. my fucking mind. Yeah. I know. I know it was big. I just was like, eh. Game changing. Yeah. I mean, so much of what you've come, all of us have come to accept as being the standard norm in movie making and stuff now started with The Matrix. You know, it's that's where it all came from. And now to the point where you watch The Matrix and it almost seems cliche <laughs> because you're like, oh, they're doing the thing with the bullets and freezing in the air. But that started with yeah. The Matrix. So it right. wasn't cliche. When you saw that for the first time, it was like, hot damn, how did they do that? You know, and just the plot of the whole thing. The plot and... was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to now where most of us or many of us or me uh, basically <laughs> thinks that we're living in the Matrix yeah. because yeah. it doesn't make any damn sense otherwise, I'll tell you. But anyway, this they're going to come out with uh, a sequel to this, supposedly. And uh, I guess J.J. Abrams and Warner Brothers are thinking about doing this. It's not confirmed yet, but Keanu has said mm. he is open to it. Oh, cool. So I think there's a good chance that it's going to happen. Uh, speaking of sequels... Another one I know that we're definitely going to be interested in, even though track record with things <laughs> lately with uh, Mr. Kevin Smith has been a little iffy. Oh, that last one was brutal. Oh. I did. I still haven't made it through it. You oh. guys? The reboot? Yes. yes. I haven't even started watching it. Dude. I know you guys are saying no. I dare you. Yeah, dare you. I, <laughs> I want to see how far you get. I dare you. Because I, I know I some people. on Prime now for free or whatever. Yeah, so. <laughs> it really? should be. Oh. It should be free. <laughs> Um, I and I know some of our listeners have said they 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 liked it. They really liked it and Maybe stuff. We just got to power through it. Maybe it can't get worse. Oh, it could possibly get worse. Oh no! But I yeah, I watched whatever was the first thirty minutes of it or something, and it was bad. It was, it was so brutal. bad. I'm like, man, we do spoofs of Kevin Smith stuff, and it's better than this. <laughs> Oh, sorry. And I mean, I'm such a before people get, we lose more subscribers. <laughs> if you don't know, like I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Kevin we did a whole thing on it. Yeah, we did a whole episode about how much we fucking love and adore Kevin Smith. But you're super excited about the reboot. Yeah. And I watched it. and it, ooh, I don't know. Well, anyway, on that note, he has confirmed that he is doing Mallrats, too. And that he, all the original staff, right? Or staff. <laughs> yeah, cast. Cast. Just yeah. the staff, not not the actors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not Camera the, guy, the DP dude, that's they're all Everybody's back. there. <laughs> no tip, just the staff. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, he Stink hand the oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, is that gonna include Shannon Doherty? Because I thought she wasn't doing so great. She's she's recovering. Is she? Yeah. Okay. She's in remission. She was had cancer. Oh. I thought she was like really bad though. I thought she was doing a little better. Because it know. says she's on board. Good. I mean, I'm happy because to me, it's not it's not it maybe maybe a small yeah. on board. Well, and I heard that like Affleck said he very much wants to be in it, but he doesn't want it to just be like a little cameo like he's done in recent years, where okay. he's, where he's really? only in there for like a minute or two minutes, like he was in Clerks he hasn't two. Really and other done things. anything else? Yeah. He, he, well, <laughs> well, besides Batman, he was Batman. I, I was gonna say I, he was I a, liked him as Batman. I haven't even watched I him as Batman. So. Liked him as Batman. So <laughs> anyway, that's another. We, all, we everybody at home is like, wow, these people. Totally different <laughs> because, like, they like Predator and they like him as Batman, but they didn't like Jay and Silent Bob reboot. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking true, and I'm standing by it. 
Uh, I liked him as Batman. The movies were flawed. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to see it. Mallrats is my favorite of yeah. all of them, so it better be good. Yeah, it's, again, it's supposed to be like another Bill and Ted kind of thing where it's... Oh, dude, that movie was fucking garbage. Did was you watch it? it? Oh, dude, I didn't see it yet. I think, yeah, we watched like a few weeks ago, dude. It was oh, as bad as you thought it was going to be. Terrible, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was awful. That's a shame. Yeah. That's a damn shame because, again, I mean, I enjoyed the the Bill and Ted movies back when they came out, but I was that target age, like we mentioned before. Yeah. I was like in late teens, you know, early 20s. If I try to watch Bill and Ted now, I'm like, mm, this is <laughs> pretty stupid, you know, it's pretty bad. A lot of things that I thought was so cool at the time. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I've grown up <laughs> now, you know. <laughs> so I have hesitated to watch that that new Bill and Ted movie, and you know, I've mostly not heard. I've either heard like it's bad or eh, it's okay. Mm. You know, okay. that's that seems to be the most. I'll watch it eventually. So this one is a uh, Brody and then his daughter, mm. and then I guess the mall's failing. So. It's like everything that Brody always bitched about in the first movie has come to be true. So he's never had to really grow up. But in this movie, is he going to have to grow up? Mm. I don't know, man. Last time he tried to do something with like a daughter, that was when we got Jersey Girl. And we know how that went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. I'll give it a chance. But I don't know, Kev. It's like reboot. It's, uh, come on. We can do this. We can do better. Speaking of reboots... <laughs> That I, you know, how do you get better than the original? <laughs> so supposedly Stephen King's son, Joe Hill, really is lobbying for a reboot of a classic. <laughs> I can't even say that. Wants a reboot of a classic Stephen King story and film known as Maximum Overdrive. Dude, why, man? <laughs> why? Oh, God. Like, who uh, wants that? Who wants that? I mean, think about this, people. Even Vito is saying <laughs> why. Now, if you knew about some of the things that Vito likes and watches and everything, because they're like... Yeah, if, I thought you'd be down for this. No, Joe I, Hill and... I can't stand that Maximum Overdrive movie. <laughs> I just can't. I don't know. It just... Oh. He made you. Oh, this is so bad. That and Emilio bad. Estevez is crawling through that sewer tunnel, and then the, the truck's mirror turns. Right. So it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Why do? Why would you do that? That's so fucking dumb. And I like dumb shit, but that was just like, I couldn't even handle that. I, what if they did it with wow. like big tanks? No. No. And wasn't the idea like a meteor was coming across the earth, and it like... Kind did something of, with the electromagnetism yeah. or something. Which was funny because that was also so much like Night of the Comet. I was going to say, right? Like that's... the movie Night of the Comet, which we will talk about one of these days. It's, I love that movie. And that's even far-fetched, too, but that's more like Mine and Vito's kind of far-fetched. Like, yeah, Maximum Overdrive is so bad. <laughs> Fuck, I hated that movie. Hated that movie. So, yeah, sorry, Joe Hill. I love you. I love your dad. I love a lot of Stephen King stuff. We don't need no maximum overdrive. That being said, maybe maybe he's got an idea. Maybe he's like, maybe I've got to fix it. Right? Maybe he's got ideas like, okay, there's there's some there's a nugget of gold in here that we could possibly, you know, do something with. I don't see how, but and I even I even read Joe Hill's book, so I'm not sure like what his caliber is or what he's kind of into. So yeah. yeah, you're right. Maybe it could be cool. I don't know. I don't know. I Let's don't see. know. 
We'll see. Anyway, uh, moving on to other things, there have been some confirmed uh, appearances and stuff that I'm pretty excited about. And one thing that I think all three of us are like, we're all into Stranger Things, right? Yes. I still haven't watched all of it, but I saw the oh first season. Yeah, I God. Know. I know. Whoa. Because my thing is, dude, if I sit and watch the, the first episode of season two, that's all I'm going to do for the next two weeks of my life. But it's, it's just, worth it. I know. But <laughs> oh, it gets, this show gets better and better, man. I really enjoyed the last season. Yeah. Season three, especially, man, especially for you, the things you're into, because you're so into 80s and you're so into like weird military conspiracy stuff and different, uh, and oh my God, and weird experimental. Weird Yeah. Weird, yeah fucked up deaths in this is there acid ex- deaths going on uh not exactly acid no. death acid. but it's yeah, you just All gotta right. watch i'm not okay. gonna give it away yeah. but dude season three is for you yeah. man you gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. Season two was good too, but out of all three, season, season two, three. yeah, out of all three, season two was probably my least favorite. But I think I've heard good. a lot of people say that too. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, season two is my least favorite. There's just some stuff that I felt like I was like, yeah, I don't care about this, but there's great stuff too. Season three, fucking rules. But speaking of that, so Robert England has been confirmed to be in Stranger Things season four. Nice. And we all, for people at home, if they don't know who Robert England is, that is Freddy motherfucking Krueger. <laughs> he, he was also a night Rider, too. I was looking at the camera like I'm going to tell the camera because we're not <laughs> yeah, even filming this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Larry was doing that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Habit, sorry. Yeah. I catch myself doing it, too. <laughs> he was also, was it Willie? Was that his name on V? Yeah, right? Mm. Yeah, it was Willie. Yeah, I think it was Willie. Uh, he was in V. That's where I first knew him from. It was fucked up for me because I saw V first. You know, I just yeah. saw that when that came out. Like I, me and my parents were all into V. And then Freddy Krueger came out, and it was like, oh, it's that nice guy from V. And then I watched the first <laughs> I was like, night. Oh, that's not the nice guy from V. <laughs> I, wa- I, wa- yeah. <laughs> I watched the first Freddy, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and I was like, holy Christ. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do to Johnny Depp? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Robert England's going to portray a character named Victor Creel, who's, uh, dis- as they describe, is a disturbed and intimidating man. Mm. And he's imprisoned in a psychiatric hospital for gruesome murders mm. that he performed back in the 1950s. So That sounds interesting. That does sound interesting. That's an interesting spin to put into Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can't wait. That's all promising. Does it say when it's coming out? Does not say oh, when damn. it's coming out. I know. I'm gonna guess Halloween 2021, maybe. <sighs> Hopefully, may, or at least maybe by summer. Yeah, it'd be nice if it came out in the summertime, you know. But uh, it, with every the way everything is nowadays, who the fuck knows? True. But all we know is, whenever you come out with Stranger Things season four, we will be there and ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of like the whole who the fuck knows, because the way things have been lately and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I guess the Oreo cookie company, or Nabisco, <laughs> Oreos, uh, is a way to take a jump. We go from Stranger Things and Nightmare on Elm Street to Oreo cookies. Oh, but wait for it, folks. Um, Oreos have built themselves a doomsday vault. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so they were inspired by the Global Seed Vault. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, you get it. Like, like we worry about if the end of the world comes, we need to save, like, things so we can regrow, we can replant all mm-hmm. this stuff. So Oreo was like, 
hold my cookie. You know, they were like, hold my glass of milk. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do you one more. We're gonna make a vault where we're going to store a shit fuck ton of Oreo cookies, <laughs> because if the end of the world comes, we want to know that we still can eat Oreos. It's very important. I guess it is. Yeah, the seed vault actually holds almost a million different types of seeds from around the world. That great, you know, yeah. like that's very smart. No, we need a million Oreo cookies. <laughs> well, they have so many different flavors now. There's double stuffed. There's triple stuffed. There's different flavors. Yeah. It's, it's, it's to be very a, important. Every time I go to yeah. Jewel, I'm always looking for the new Oreo flavor that they got on the shelf. So See? Yeah, to be fair, I've been triple stuffed with Oreos <laughs> lately, too, because all the extra Oreos we had left over from Friendsgiving and stuff, I ate all of them. You, okay. <laughs> I had to buy two packages, dude. I know. Well, I made Oreo pies, <laughs> and they got into it, so I had to go yeah, buy another one. Yeah, yeah. And you I ate know. the rest of it. There was a lot left in that package. Yeah, there was. I ate a lot. I ate a lot of them. Megan, are you telling us you've never ate an entire package of Oreo cookies in a single sitting before? I would throw up. <laughs> I don't think anybody would, but... Yeah. Uh, maybe I would. <laughs> Megan, have you ever? You're gonna tell us you've never eaten an entire package of beef jerky in a single sitting before you even got home from the store. Uh huh. I can't say that. (laughs) That also made me throw up. (laughs) But it was worth it. Yeah, she's gone to the store. Was like, she told me she's like, yeah, I bought a big old like a big bag of like you know Jack Link's like beef jerky so that she's got something to snack on for a few days. She ate the whole bag by the time she got home. 15-minute drive. I was just going to say, she only lived 15 <laughs> minutes away. <laughs> I really like jerky, guys. Well, we need to tell them to make a jerky vault for you. They really do. <laughs> I will live there. And then they won't have a jerky vault anymore. Oh, gosh. I was going to say, there's a, a, there a James Rollins novel, I believe it's called The Doomsday Key, where they go into that seed yeah. vault. Yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yes, cool. they do. Well, now he could. They could write a book where they go into the Oreo vault, <laughs> and the heroes just become gluttons, fat gluttons yeah. who can't save the world. We need to post that on his fan page because yeah, they're sure. always posting things. Like, you should put this in your. <laughs> yep, we're putting the Oreo vault on there. There you go. That's a good idea. You never know. You never know. We will die. That would be so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we'll go to size. Like we said that. Yeah. We didn't do that. Thank you. That was our idea. <laughs> Um, speaking of like vaults and storing things and stuff like that, so I guess Megan, you I think know more about this than we do. They they found a whole bunch of whiskey. They sure did. So this guy, they bought a house. They lived in it for a while, and they kept getting stories that the prior owner, the original owner, was a prohibition runner, smuggler guy. Okay. Smuggler guy yeah. And like, mm, I don't believe it. Whatever. Just stories and stuff like that. And then they started doing a remodel. And the, the base of their house, they took it off to, you know, put new uh, stuff to keep your house warm. Mm-hmm. Insulation. Insulation. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and take it out. And he said he saw this hay and everything. And then he saw like look like a like a bottle glass or something like that. And he dug it out. And it's a bottle of this whiskey. Hmm. Okay. Prohibition era whiskey. Nice. And he kept finding all these bottles. He's like, he found one, found two, found four, whatever. He's like, oh, that, that's weird. Okay. Interesting. 
and then they keep remodeling other parts of the house and they keep finding more in all these different walls. Wow. They're up to six, what is it, 66 bottles <laughs> of whiskey. 66 bottles of whiskey in the wall. wall. 66 <laughs> bottles of whiskey. On the wall, it's in the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Awesome. They're going to um, like keep one bottle, obviously, and then like put others in museums and stuff like that. But they're... Okay. And like sell the other like what's in the bottle to people mm-hmm. and make because it's like twelve hundred dollars or something like that. It's, oh. it's a it's a good chunk of change that they can get off these bottles. Wow. Dude, I've seen bottles like that at Benny's, like in the glass case. They're like thirty five hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. You're like, why would you spend that much money on liquid, dude? I know <laughs> that's something you're literally gonna piss out two you, hours. Seriously, later. like, and they may not even drink it. Yeah. It's just the fact they have it because a lot of the bottles he said were evaporated or empty. It's just the bottles left. Yeah. I guess I can't. So. I can't really say anything, Vito, because you're looking at a guy who spends a lot of money on records that doesn't get that <laughs> don't get played because I don't want to break the plastic on the on the vinyl records. Yeah, but would yeah. you spend thirty five hundred dollars for a vinyl record? Okay, depends. So if it was, <laughs> yes. if it the was, yes, <laughs> if it was. An original pressing of the Beatles yesterday and today with the butcher cover on it, and I had thirty five hundred dollars to spend. Just to blow. Yeah, and 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 I could find I could actually get my hands on that record, especially if it was still sealed and all that stuff. Yes, yes, I would. See, but that I mean that's a rare exception. There are that, that's one of the only ones I could think of that I would actually do. You know, I guess, I'm, uh, yeah, I guess it's all relative, Tom. Which like. Let's say you earned a million dollars a year. You would blow $3,500 on a bottle of whiskey, no problem. Right. You yeah. know? It doesn't matter yeah. what year it is, yeah. you'd blow it. So. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I, I guess the differences in what I'm talking about with this is, for me, is like, I would buy that, right? But I could get that record to open and play and listen to I can listen to the music. You know what I mean? So I could still... I understand preserving the one and everything because I can get what's on it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Same with like an expensive toy or a comic book. You know, if I wanted to read it, I can read it. But it's like with that whiskey or wine or whatever it is, if you don't drink it, I mean, you don't even know if it's good. I mean, it's just old. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I've heard stories of people that have actually gone and like cracked old bottles of very expensive alcohol and then they drank it and they were like it was actually really bad yeah yeah they were like we were better off not drinking it because you know i think it's just to say you have it i I know it's It's bragging rights rights, yeah so anyway that made me wonder if there's anybody out there that's found other cool shit in their house from time to time bound to happen right yeah maybe um and reason it popped in my head is because it said that my house was owned by Al Capone Mm -hmm. and his henchmen and that there is a tunnel connected to the golf course by our house to our house as an escape route from the cops. Have you found this tunnel? We have not, but it's kind of weird because I I did a lot of trimming on this big ass bush in our yard this, this summer and underneath it is this concrete pad and we have, I don't know what's in there. I was like, we don't, we don't know what this is. It's whatever this is, we think it would be, is somewhere else. Wait, hang on a second. Hang on. I've got somebody's calling on the phone. Wait, who is this? 
Holy shit, it's Geraldo Rivera. I was going to say that motherfucker was going to call. <laughs> Geraldo Rivera is on the phone for you, Megan Guess, and he wants to come over to your house. He's like, God damn it, I'm going to redeem myself one day. <laughs> the vault was a busk, but maybe the guest house is the way to go. Yeah. So, so. I wonder so, if I don't can- know. It's kind of cool. What if you could rent one of those like sonar ground penetrating radar sure, machines? You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they do it all that time for right. landscaping and things like that. Mm-hmm. To see what, if you got anything underneath there. That'd yeah, be... and there is, we did kind of go roaming over by the golf course. Mm-hmm. Like there, you go over the road, under the road, and on over the other the river, side, through, the, through woods. the woods to grandma's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and down the other side, it's like a huge ravine. Uh-huh. And we kind of walk down in there, and there's this like old well house. That has this big opening that goes over to hmm. that golf course. Like maybe that's another. Well, could be. Exit. It was kind of cool. I don't know. I'm just saying shit. But yeah. Okay. It's kind of cool. So I just wonder if anybody else has found something cool in their house. I'm sure there is. Yeah. If anybody out there has got any cool stories or tidbits to add to this, man, we would love to know because that's the kind of stuff we love to talk about. Yeah. On this channel. We love conspiracies and theories. Mm-hmm. Sure as hell do. Especially when you put them together, they become conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And I think it is about time that we get into a little bit of squad talk. Talk of the squad. Always talking to the squad. You can just talk to the squad, mister. (laughs) Uh, Take my squad and go on home. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You keep your squad to yourself. Uh, you know, and here's the interesting thing, like squad talk is usually based on something that we really want to delve more into. And when this story first came out, I think this would have at best just been a shake and bacon segment, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was like, oh, that's interesting, but whatever, you know, plenty of things that we can do to just dispel this is uh, some silly prank. But then the plot thickened. And what we are talking about, I'm sure many of you are familiar with it, was the fact that just recently a monolith of sorts mm-hmm. showed up in a quiet canyon in Utah in uh, Red Rock country. Mm-hmm. The first thing people think of when they see this is they think of 2001 Space right. Odyssey mm-hmm. because of the monoliths that are put there by... God or aliens or alien gods or whatever (laughs) it is, Uh, you know, so this just showed up. The the interesting thing about it showing up, um, they they were actually counting sheep, which is a joke in and of itself. (laughs) And no, that doesn't mean they were sleeping. Uh, Better not. They were in a helicopter. Yeah, it was like Department of 
safety or something like that. Uh, one of the bureaus, they were they were helping out with wildlife uh, resources, trying to count sheep that were going through this valley and everything. So they know how many are out there. These bighorn sheep. That's what they're actually called. I'm not just being saying like you fucking bighorn sheep <laughs> um, back in like November 18th. And they spotted this monolith because it was all shiny and reflective. And the thing is, is they have no idea who put it there. And yeah, it's on government land, isn't it? So it shouldn't have any reason to be there. Right. That's even, without prior knowledge. Right. That's even more. The point is that it's not like anybody is supposed to be able to get in there and go mm-hmm. there. And it's actually illegal. Right. Whoever put this there, uh, whatever man, woman, or being put this there, technically broke the law. So it's kind of precarious, you know, that this is that this is there, and you know, of course, for all us geeks, it got our minds racing, like, oh man, blah, blah, blah. but you know, most people pointed out, and obviously, they said, oh, obviously, somebody put it there just to be funny, or maybe it's some sort of art project or something. There was different theories about it and everything. A lot of lot of people blew it off. And then the plot thickened because after, what was it, about a... Like about a, five days? Yeah, something like that. The, uh, it was found on a Monday, and this new one popped up on a Thursday? Right, so right about the time that the one that was found in Utah suddenly disappeared. They don't know who removed it. Nope. Again, government land. Not supposed to be there. How do you not? And they're aware of it now. Right. <laughs> you put cameras on the bitch. <laughs> yeah, they're aware of the damn thing now. So you would think they would have maybe been keeping a closer eye on it, mm-hmm. but somehow it disappeared. And right about that same time, another monolith appeared in I Romania. Think, yeah, Romania. Hilltop in Romania. Yeah, it appeared in Romania. <laughs> where the monolith lands on you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so all of a sudden now one shows up in Romania. All right. Again, on forbid- <laughs> forbidden land because it's like sacred land or something where they had to have prior permission to put anything there. Yeah. So in all honesty, what do you guys think? What do you think of this? I think it's just some kind of prank, obviously, that someone is pulling on us for some reason. I think that the Romanian guys could possibly be a copy where they're trying to get some fame by copying this guy that did it in Utah for some reason. Or maybe these two countries are in cahoots for some reason, which... They got best buds. Yeah. (laughs) It could be. Or they're filming 2061 Odyssey 3 soon, and this is like a big publicity stunt I'd to be, kick off the movie. I'd be pretty <laughs> excited about that, actually. I'd love to see them do 2061 with that fucking space elevator thing, yeah. escalator, or whatever it was. Fuck, yeah, that'd be awesome. But, yeah, I I don't know. I, there were people that had, that had uh, theorized that it was the work of this one sculpture artist because it resembled his stuff, okay. this guy John McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, it's John, really, but dude, get a really, different last name, brother. <laughs> dude died. Oh, right? oh, sorry. <laughs> Let loose McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're sorry. He's so disrespectful. <laughs> he died in 2011, but he lived in New Mexico and stuff. And the guy, the gallery that represents him originally said yeah we think that this is one of his but now mm-hmm. they've changed their mind and they don't they don't they don't think that it's that it's him and i there's, mean there's they don't know when this was put there they just happened to find it when they were counting the sheep yeah, yeah. 
So yeah. it could have been there for a while, right? Possibly. But that's that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, there's there's so yeah. Because in that picture, I didn't really notice the ground disturbed, but it was the desert too. Yeah. Where in this new one, you could obviously see the ground was disturbed. Like somebody dug a dug. hole and put this in there or yeah, something. Yeah, very sloppily. It kind of looks like it like shot up out of the ground. The way this, oh, okay. this dirt's all splayed mm. all over the place. Hmm. Hmm. Exactly. I don't it know. It could be Southwest Airlines putting <laughs> up new destinations <laughs> for us. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank that you, Matt, for good. that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there, there are some rumors. I guess some there's some people that are claiming that they saw people go in there to move it and all this kind of stuff. But yeah. I don't. Again, I don't know if any of it's been like substantiated. It's like in the middle of nowhere, isn't it? So how do people just on forbidden land, government land. Yeah, how you even how do you, how do you just see somebody going there? Or how do you even bring it in there? I'm sure that thing weighs a ton. You know. Well, that's the one guy was trying to claim that they somebody went in a, with a few vehicles in there and like they dismantled it or something like that. Yeah. But, Unless it's people from the future sending us back something to give us a vaccine us. for something, kind of like a made-for-TV movie that was based on a hit '70s movie. I'm not gonna see what it is because I don't want to spoil the ending. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, there's 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 different theories and stuff, but it's aliens. Especially <laughs> as far as the copycat one in Romania, that one really That's what piqued my interest. The other yeah. one's like, Yeah, okay, that's kinda cool, but when the other one popped up at the same time the other one disappeared, I was like, That's some planning. I'm hoping for one in Moldova. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna pop up next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. So, you know, do I think it's aliens? No, I, I, I doubt it. For one thing, I they've already said that this thing was put together with like screws and rivets and <laughs> stuff. So it, it definitely seems like it's you know uh, earth made, man made mm. kind of thing. But I'm just more curious about who is doing this and why. You know, like is there is it is it simply an art project, or is it supposed to be like delivering some sort of message to us like is there is there going to be more like are these things going to start popping up in other places is this going to be like a whole way to unite the world maybe <laughs> or are people just going it's 2020 and you know this is the last thing we need come on <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020 so were you people really surprised if monoliths show up because that was the first thing i thought when <laughs> i saw it is i was like of course. Yeah, it's about right. It's this about year's that. been an entire test. <laughs> <laughs> we what's failed. Gonna, yeah, what's yeah, going to happen Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't If it is all a hoax and everything, I, th it's, I think it's kind of cool. It just like the buried treasure hunts right. and stuff like that. It's just something for us to talk about and think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the, with it. the whole planning aspect. If it is a hoax, like how they got this together, erected it, then the one in Romania showed up just around the same time. Mm -hmm. and that's cool. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. It's just odd that the other one just happened to be found. So it's like, are these connected? Are like, were these done? Like you said, were there people that are, is this part of like a group that's doing this? Is there, who the fuck knows? I don't know, but uh, I'll be interested to see if any more of these things pop up. And I definitely want to see if anybody out there has any insights or theories on it. Is there, is there any connections to certain other artists besides old McCracken uh, that that does stuff like this or any like groups out there that do things like this? And like, what if people just started like making like Easter Island type, 
like yeah. statue head things and then like randomly like if one of those just showed up in like Norway. That could be a cool idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like people are like, holy shit. Dude. Instead of terrorist groups, it's anti-terrorist groups. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, you're going to say it. Time will tell. There you go. <laughs> What do you suggest? All right, we're getting into the home stretch now on the squad cast. And here is the moment where we suggest what we think you should check out with the what do you suggest bit. And Vito, I think you're going to refer back to something that we talked about earlier, appropriately enough. Yeah, so Ben Bova passed a couple days ago. So I am going to suggest the book that made me a Ben Bova fan, which is his novel Mars, which came out actually in 1992. I recently reread this book probably a year ago, and it still holds up to me. I know it's almost 30 years old, so some of the information and stuff is a little bit outdated. But just the whole concept of it and the tension that's in the book very much lives up to something you would read today. That's awesome. Yeah. So definitely check out Mars from Ben Bova. Cool. And then from there, continue his Grand Tour series, which basically takes you through all the planets in our solar system. Oh, oh there's that's a whole, cool. Yeah, there's an entire timeline and back history that rivets back to Mars and stuff that happens in Mars gets carried on over, and it's, it's fucking cool as hell, man. Nice. Definitely check it out. Yeah. I think it's worth checking out. That's a good suggestion. Yeah. Awesome. Megan, mm-hmm. do you have a suggestion? Um, I am going to suggest a Facebook group okay. that I recently just purchased a one Bones McCoy <laughs> cardboard cutout to go with our Spock in the studio. Yeah. He's pretty cool. I like him. <laughs> um, but that is uh, called Thrill of the Hunt. Yep. And I, I've always seen them post really cool shit on there. Toys and collectibles all kind of they do everything you know they're at one of my favorite resale mm-hmm. shops that i love going to they got two buildings now nice so yeah, yeah. I, I really like their group and i know larry knows, knows a little bit more about them yeah yeah those guys they're, they're uh richard dean and all those mm-hmm. guys and and my my buddy that recently passed uh Mm-hmm. Mad Brad had uh, been involved with them and everything. It's a, it's a cool like group for collectors and stuff and people that like to go around uh, checking out different auctions and mm-hmm. yard sales mm-hmm. and different things like that. And people post, they post in their, their fines. Yeah, fines. Basically, it's the thrill of the hunt. Exactly. And it, but it's it's not just about any one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they focus a lot on toys and stuff, which of course I love. They also focus on records and, and antique stuff uh furniture all kind anything that's kitschy and collectible and things you might find at mm-hmm. yard sales and and all that kind of stuff you know if you want to go and talk about that with people they also they also do a thing like every week where they ask like what's your what are you specifically looking for? And you can pose like your your top five things you're looking for right now. So like say for me, like for example, if I'm like, oh, I really want to find the Weebles Haunted House, you know, because that's <laughs> that's one of my holy grail toys that I want, you know, that I want really bad. I post that on there. Somebody might pop in and be like, hey, hey man, I got that. I've got that. I'm looking to sell it or trade it. Or they might be like, oh, I know that at the crown point you know antique mall that somebody there has got it right now Mm -hmm. and you should go you know it's a really good source for that Mm -hmm. so yeah that's an awesome uh, awesome i really love them yeah and the people at thrill the hunt that that maintain that 
uh, group on Facebook and stuff are, are good people. Yeah. Some of them are metalheads like me <laughs> and everything, you know, like Mad Brad was, rest in peace. Speaking on the, the metal, the hard rock and metal tip, my suggestion this week is for people to check out the new ACDC album. Uh, I know some people love them, some people don't. Some people are just kind of like, it's okay. Dude, this new ACDC album is called Power Up. Power Up. Power Up, yep. (laughs) It's a perfect name for one of their, you know, they had Power Age and all that kind of, Power Up. Dude, this is... I can't say it's a return to form because ACDC's always... They are just return to form. They're just, yeah, they are the form. They're always the form. But this is probably the most solid throughout album that they've done in 30 years or more. Wow. I would put Power Up right... You know, maybe it's because it's like fresh and new, like a brand new baby, you know? It's like you're (laughs) super enthusiastic about it. I'll see how I feel about it down the Three line. Three months. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Damn this baby. <laughs> Sick of this baby. Yeet. <laughs> but I'll see how I feel down the line. But right now, as it stands, this album would easily be in my top 10 of mm-hmm. ACDC albums. If not, uh, maybe, I don't know about top five, but it's it's real fucking good. And the, the thing about this that's um, special about it is the fact that they got most of the classic lineup post Bon Scott lineup back. They got Brian Johnson back. Mm. Some people might remember Brian Johnson was out for a while. That's when they had Axl Rose singing yeah. for him live and all this stuff because Brian was having all these hearing problems and stuff like that. He's back. Apparently he's got that under control. He sounds great. I know some people don't care for ACDC style of vocal, but even that, I mean, I even me, I don't always like the shrill vocal thing. I think like age is good for his voice. Like it's been sort of like subtleized in a way made more subtle, but from age and all that kind of stuff. I actually really love the vocals on this album and there's diversity in it. It's really good. And the other thing is the fact that this is the first time they've done something without Malcolm young. Cause Malcolm young passed. Yeah. And I mean, he kind of was ACDC in terms of like, he was the dude, like he was the glue and he wrote the music and stuff, most of it, a lot of it. So how an ACDC album without Malcolm Young was going to be was real iffy. But they replaced him with their nephew, Stevie, so it's still mm-hmm. a young in there. You know, he was raised, now he's got the DNA. And goddamn, they came back with a great album. This album's so good. It sound, And it's like, it doesn't have some like modern production. It's not tricky. It's not clever. It's just catchy no drop c stuff no no (laughs) there's no gent there's no trip hop there ain't nothing going on in there it is just good old standard e yeah it's blues riffs and a and you got it going yeah they had brendan o'brien who's a great producer uh came in and produced it and he knew exactly what to do just super solid man like especially if you're just aching for some new but classic rock and roll like and i i it's it's hard to to put it across the way i want to put it across but basically it's like we needed this record this record needed to end this shitty year you know what i mean <laughs> it was it's just a feel good rock and roll driving in your car you know like forget all the bullshit there's no politics there's no nothing so yeah great record acdc power up it's available pretty much everywhere all right 
to check it out. And so at this point is when we usually, uh, before we go, we like to recommend some kind of like podcast or YouTube channel or something like that, that, Mm -hmm. that, you know, because it's not just about us. As much as we want you guys, <laughs> as much as we want you guys to be into us, there's a lot of stuff we enjoy and a lot of stuff that we uh, are inspired by and all that kind of stuff. And there's one show called Geekly Goods that's on YouTube. Uh, the guy's name's Leo, and he does content. A lot of it's kind of like what we do. You know, he likes to talk about movies, TV, games, anime, and stuff. Does some really cool videos about he's also another one who's doing a weekly thing about the Mandalorian Mm. and everything. He's crazy. Leo never sleeps, man, (laughs) because he posts stuff all the time. Like Mandalorian will come out and then like an hour later, he's already got like (laughs) his thoughts formed. He's putting videos up and stuff and everything. And uh, he's on it. So, yeah, Geekly Goods, you can find them on you find him on YouTube and stuff. Uh, check him out. He's a s- somewhat new show. He's only been around uh, just barely two years. So he's kind of like us mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, he's a good guy, good show. Definitely check it out, everybody. Yeah. Cool. I have to. Yeah. So with that, I think it is time to say adieu. So long. Fairly well. Farewell. <laughs> adieu. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> You know, sayonara, yeah, sayonara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's time for us to get out of here. As always, thank you so much for listening and watching, and uh, you know, just checking out everything we do with Geeking Squad and Geeking Poetic. Uh, we will be back soon. We want to hear more from you. Mm-hmm. Leave should... your comments below. Yeah, and make sure you like and subscribe. And ring that bell. Yep. So you get every <laughs> notification so you can hear everything we have to say. Every single thing. <laughs> you know, when Vito talks, you listen. You understand? <laughs> so we'll be back soon. Yes. We'll be back with episode 13, I guess. It'll be 13. Time for that. Start teenage years. <laughs> yeah. Then we're get, we're going to be, oh gosh, we'll be out of our tweens and into our teens. Mm-hmm. This show's going to get all pimply and greasy and attitude and talking yeah, back. be all angsty and... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Humping pillows, all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Keep eye on your socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll be back soon. See ya. Bye. Bye.